0: And now for something completely different. FBI Radio and Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League.
1: You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. <coughs> now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators. Hop away with the left forearm. Uh was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. uh, It's just rubbing salt into the worm. You
0: can see the head clashing. Oh, very nasty.
1: The crowd love it. They've all taken their angry pills. Smashes him to ground. The one-handed pass back inside. With a delicate kick. He smacked their bottoms with a beautiful bit of football early. Thank you.
0: Robinson. Another little slanging match. He's only five minutes from the line. And he's hurt on
1: the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd starting to go wild. Innocent. Shows it. Goes outside. Steps, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport.
0: Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale as they fire up. My only hope is that some of those idiots haven't forgotten
1: about us, Chris Gale. Good morning to you. Hello, Stephen. How are you? I've been in a difficult place, as many of us have, but the news has just come through that they are now reserving afternoon tea at the Hotel Windsor in Melbourne. Hope springs eternal.
0: It does, Chris, and it is a glittery new season, resumed. <laughs> it's the it, resumed season. It, it has been weird, you know, I don't need to explain to you that uh, Rugby League has been the, the forebearer, the flag waver, uh, the progressive forefront, the avant-garde, dare I say, uh, forward-looking movement that has led us out of this darkness, this uh, time of trouble across the world, and we know that 300 million people tuned into the opening round of Rugby League, of which we were not a part of, because well, we were just playing a little bit more carefully, and uh, I would like to recap, if I could. Please. Or two cents worth, as I go along in this new code called Rugba League, in case anybody has missed the point. Uh, look, it has been, uh, we've all been huddled, fearful, dark, in a room, worried about going out, worried about people, go- hating the human
1: race, to, to put it bluntly. To be honest, that's been my life for the last 20 years, but you know, so it's been business Nothing as usual new, for business me. as
0: usual, yeah. okay. Uh, but Chris, let me say to you, there is, uh, the, for every rainbow, there's gold. You know, there may be a storm, and then there's a rainbow, and then we follow th- and find the goal. Uh, leprechauns are telling drunk jokes at the end. There are unicorns dancing. There are porpo- porpoises and dolphins um, swooping and, and diving at the moment. Um, it look, uh, I was going to say this is all due to one man. And no, not Barack Obama. No, somebody, more, somebody bigger than Barack Obama. Somebody who's lent upon, dare I say, the wordings and the preachings and the understandings of how human spirit needs to be uplifted. I'm talking about JFK and the Apollo Project. One man, Chris, can you name him?
1: I can just give you his initials. He is our version of JFK. He mm. is PVL. He is the overlord. And, in fact, I give you his full name, Peter Volandis. He's having a ball. He is... You talk about Project Apollo, as a lot of people like to call it, rather than Apollo. What is that, Chris? Uh, well, I, I, it was a, a, some exploration mission, you know, when humans used to achieve things back in the 20th century. Right. Uh, but it was the code name given to try and bring our great code back to its glory. And like the Saturn V rocket that launched those intrepid astronauts to <laughs> the moon, yeah. Peter Volandis yeah. is atop that candle flying into the stratosphere right now as he leads not only Australia, Stephen, he leads not only Rugby League, he leads the world.
0: And you know what? There were many people ready to smirk and laugh. I mean, how dare a mere... As he would self referred the, the wog from Wollongong, dare to even address something as close to JFK's Apollo reach for the stars. But he did it. And he did it kicking and screaming, dragging everybody, including the bullhead Peter Fitzsimons, along for
1: the ride, correct? <laughs> Very much kicking and screaming Peter Fitzsimons. We, of course, gave him no hope. We even made a t-shirt that you can actually pick up on our Fire Up Facebook it's, page to raise a bit so of money. Out for out FBI. It's so out a date, collectible, isn't <laughs> it? Oh, no, we, we said May 28 Resumption Day. It <laughs> yes. was unicorns and, yes. and rainbows Frolicking and dolphins. And, 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 and not possible and he kicked that out of the park, Stephen, out of the park. Out of the park. (laughs) uh, And uh, created a template for... Well, you know, people go... How did you get your information yep. during the COVID pandemic as to what was going to happen, what was going to happen to the economy, yep. what was going to happen to... Personal com- behaviour patterns. ...communities, yep. uh, the medical issue... Of ...the role of vaccination. Finances. Right. You didn't go to the front page of the no. newspaper. You North- went straight to the rugby league section. Straight to the it, rugby league section. told everything. That everything.
0: Was, that was your blueprint for how to be- behave in this... Uh, or survive, not even we, behave.
1: We are only where we are now... As an Australian society, this bright, productive sunshine yeah, that we're working in—nothing n- that the national cabinet did, it was yeah. nothing that Scomo did, nothing that Gladys did, nothing that Dan from Victoria did. Yes, it's all down to PVL. PVL, we we applaud the the Greek prince uh,
0: from the island of Citharus, of which there are many proud Greeks in this uh, country, celebrating and dancing and going, "Go, Citharus!"
1: I, I don't want to correct you, Stephen, but I will. Yeah. He's actually from Kithara. Kithara but he, but he's from the village, Hubris. <laughs> oh my god! In Cithara, <laughs> I thought they all finished in S's. <laughs> and you know, and why did he do it? Because he to do these things not because they're easy but because they're hard.
0: And they're there. <laughs> and they're yeah, there. Yeah. Look,
1: we'll talk about climbing mountains later in the show. We sure will. Uh,
0: I would like to talk about the winners and losers and dare I say that I did make a promise of personal vow, Chris, of which I didn't inform you that we would not come back on here. The real reason was until the Dragons won a
1: game. <laughs> I wish they haven't done. So now we're all in this bright future. Every week, I'd be ringing up and say, Steve, are we go? Are we ready to go? go. And he goes, soon as the Dragons win.
0: No, I did not. I said, no, the the powers that be at FBI said, not quite ready yet. Oh, is that right? Yes. But underneath it, Chris, I was being a bit of subterfuge, dare I say. (laughs) So this is Fire Up. We have been, just just in case we've got some new listeners here, Chris, we've been running since 2005. Wow. Yeah. You know why 2005 was a fantastic year? Dare I say there was a something you were involved with that might have done pretty well? You got married?
1: No, no, no. West Tigers won the con.
0: Oh, for goodness sake! How <laughs> can I forget that?
1: And fire up started, and yeah. uh, all was good in the world. All was good in the world.
0: And we doff our cap to Brett Oden. Thank you very much, Chris Gard. How long have you been doing this now for?
1: This is my seventh year, Steve. Seventh
0: year, just like. Boom.
1: But a little bit like Brian Johnson and ACDC, I'm yeah. still the new kid on the block. Yes, I mean, you are. I mean, the number of people. <laughs> How long
0: is it going to take, Chris?
1: <laughs> the number of people who stop me in the street and they go Conan, and they go, When is Brett coming back? <laughs> I mean, this is the longest sabbatical, and I said, Look, I'm doing my best. Yes, I'm just filling yes. it. You can only try, Chris. I'm just a relief. Yeah. He, he will be back, but you know why he's not back? Because right. he's got nothing to be angry about. Why? Because the Sydney Roosters, and they are the Sydney Roosters. I'm they're losing the system again. They're winning everything. Yeah. They're unstoppable. So he's happy. So he's yeah. got nothing to gripe about. You and I, dragons and tigers fans, yeah. we're furious. That's why we're on air.
0: Well, I'm furious because um, we're planning on taking over the, the, the what? Taking back the Cronulla territory, sinking the swamp, the stadium on the swamp.
1: Th- they always that hasn't happened. They always say that the best, like you know. If you want to give up smoking, and Lord knows I've tried, you always want to do that, not when you're sailing... Smoothly, not when you're on an emotional high. You've got to do it at a time of adversity. Is that right? When really things are looking at their darkest is the time for you to make this correction. So St George Illawarra, who, let's face it, as Gordon Teller said last night on television, are a basket case. So this is not a good time to give up my ice addiction? Not a good time to give up. Okay. Should (laughs) have
0: done that weeks ago. (laughs)
1: Okay. I don't think you're any chance of doing that right now. Okay. But in these really, really difficult times, St George Illawarra goes, well, the only way that we're going to not be a basket case, is have plans of aggrandizement. Take another basket case. Cronulla Southern Sharks.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, let's just, re- let's just recap again. So, right this very minute, uh, if I could, uh, Melbourne Storm, even more hated, if that's
1: possible. <laughs> it's, it is more possible. I yeah. mean, they're absolutely despised because Overlord Peter Volandis, PBL, mm. uh, the saviour of everything... Has not only has he uh, got the game back on television, he's actually fixed it. Because as he pointed, he's fixed out, it. Well, he pointed out to yeah. us. So it hasn't been entertaining for decades. No. I mean, you and I were labouring under the misapprehension that rugby league was actually fun to watch. And
0: is this from a man who actually played the game at any professional level?
1: Yes, he did. He played um, when he was the bricklayer's friend in Wollongong uh, at the local level. And in fact... Local level. He attributes rugby league, or as he likes to say, rugby league... As his saviour. Yes. that It it enabled him to reach out, deal with his humble beginnings, take on bullies of all kinds and shapes. Yes. Greek haters around the the gong. So, So rugby league was his, you know... Salvation. To credibility. Mm, yeah. And so, therefore, he feels um, honour-bound to fix up a game that, let's face it, no. I have to agree with them, has not been entertaining for, for 20, d- 25 d- years. I no, I could have told him So that. he's changed the rules. Yeah. And, he's of course,
0: our service here is to filter all that such. The, 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 what was the back page, then the front page, and dish it out to our fire-up listeners, correct?
1: When you pan for gold, yes. you have the sieve, yes. right? <laughs> Peter Volandi steals in gold, yeah. we deal in the muck.
0: Right, okay, because it's... It, it's it, it's a complete picture here. Right. Now Sydney Heartland has needed somebody to save it, and Parramatta looks like to be that team at this point in time. I hate to say it, they're mm. riding high.
1: The Parramatta Reels, unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, they're going to get touched up by Brett well, Oden's what, Roosters this weekend. But well, that is the game of the round, is it? And yeah. and what is that energy drink that comes in the full liter
0: size? Monster. Monster. <laughs> They're on the monster, aren't they?
1: <laughs> you actually. Clint te- Gutherson said,
0: I thought they were mothers. They're monsters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you texted me during the Parramatta Penrith game last week yeah. because we were responsibly watching it on our screens at home. And you said, and I said, well, why are you texting me about your mother? <laughs> and it turns out you were texting me about Clint <laughs> Not, Gutherson being on the energy On drink. the monsters. <laughs> The double monster, double shred the black label monster. But you're not inferring anything more than that. You're not. Oh no, you're, you're, you're talking about a fizzy drink. You're it, not talking like a juice of any description. It's a
0: walk up to the supermarket drink. Okay, you know. But if you drink enough of them, you're going to go nuts, aren't you? On the field, and I think Clint Gutherson is doing that. Uh, look, we have another another podcast. We've talked about hair, but hair is one of the, the the great revelations this year. I mean, everybody's rugby league has always been sporting at the forefront of haircuts.
1: It, it, it certainly is. There's been a lot of tinting going on. Tinting. The likes of Mike from poodle poodle. Yeah. yeah. Mike front and centre there. Yeah. Uh, Wonga Blake, of course, yeah, has yeah. come across from Penrith to Parramatta. There's the
0: Circumcision cub. Yes. Chad Townsend's <laughs> been supporting.
1: <laughs> well, Chad Townsend I think we described as the Devo do from the their new traditionalist album. If he was hip. Rigid, rigid, <laughs> rigid plastic. And, yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the Cronulla Sharks, which is mullet oh, central. Mullet central. It's well, Mad Max meets cyber cyberpunk, isn't it? There's, there's Toby Rudolph who's been mentioned in Dispatches as perhaps Leaving the club, but he he's got the Gene Simmons from Kiss Kabuki look the happening, Kabuki. <laughs> and then coming off the bench for the Roosters is Tupanua, who's yeah. got like a top knot yeah. and a mullet component. You got the and old schoolers like Dougs. Yeah, yeah, Tupanua to me looks like he's out of a hair metal band from the eighties, like wow. Rattle, Poison, or Poison, or something. Sputnik?
0: Hello, Do I what? Tony Hello? James yes. from the Dam. Okay, I uh,
1: love missile F one so eleven.
0: I'm just telling you, rugby league is back and it's exciting stuff. And it was it, it was boring,
1: Chris. We're a bit excited, aren't we, we, we Stephen? Are very We're excited. a bit excited to be here. I think.
0: Okay, so Melbourne Storm hated. The Eels are back on top on the mother on the monsters, I should say. <laughs> on the monsters, um, Wayne is still looking at, He's still looking after men. He's man managing. He's man managing Latrell and Jimmy the Jet. Uh it,
1: Wayne Bennett, who, let's face it, we all know, has no idea about the technicalities a of rugby league. He's no, got no idea. No idea no, Absolutely not. No. It's Jason Dimitri who's pulling the strings there. But he's, a, I think he's more than a father figure, mm. Stephen. I think he's a quasi-religious figure in these don't gentlemen's lives. And do they need lives. that in South Sydney? 100%. They, mm. need, they need salvation. Mm. And, look, I think we're all revelling in the fact that Latrell has uh, proved all the critics wrong yep, yep. and is uh, making out well at, at the number one jersey at fullback. And... I think it'll be another story. I love the modern sports interview where they always go, no matter who they are, including the Roosters, the Roosters win the third premiership this year and it's looking likely, will go...
0: Sorry, Chris, I wasn't feeling well for a second there.
1: They'll all go... Everyone said we couldn't do it. Yeah. All the haters said we were no chance. And they're going to say, well, I think you can do it. And look, Latrell, I think he's doing it. It's great. <laughs> can I just say, we are broadcasting from Redfern here at FBI. And
0: uh, I want to say a big hello to the Wild Cocker 2 up the road, who are rugby league fans, didn't look it. And uh, they're sold on this new game. And they reckon George Burgess came in, but they were too scared to ask the question, do they really eat four chickens that are sitting every morning in South <laughs> Sydney? Uh, we assure them that they do. Yes. And
1: the chickens are running for cover. I mean, we talk about... Rugby league, and it's a different world, Stephen. Mm. I mean, we are now operating in a one Burgess environment. We've just got Tom <gasps> left. That's, That's it. it. That's Luke's it. gone. Sam's gone. Okay, George's so gone. these are
0: the winners and losers in this uh, brand new, uh, glittering new season, resumption yeah. style, PVL style. Uh, well, first of all, limos aren't good enough for him anymore.
1: No, he's getting his own jet. His own jet. And he's doing it under cover of a jet to transport players around to the games. But we know we're a heartbeat away from going back to the traditional home and away system. So Volantis will have bought the jet and go, well, it's not needed anymore. I'll take it off your hands for a song. Right. Hello, private jet. Wonderful stuff. Uh, He also runs racing. (laughs) <laughs> He's also sticking it up to Melbourne with the Everest, isn't he? Well, I, t- I tell you what, Stephen, I was uh, fortunate enough to go out and see the West Tigers uh, go down to the accursed Dennis Carnahan-supported Canberra Raiders last week at oh, Campbelltown. Yes, yes, yes. And there, there were a, a number of protocols to get in uh, once you got past the, the door Uh You had to have your temperature taken, God. provide your details, be wristbanded, have your tickets scanned, and, of course, you had to have the – COVID safe app operating. Yeah.
0: Didn't you have to have a uh, like a sheep spray?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Nude? I didn't really want to go into that. Yeah. Who does? Once you get through the Night's club style entrance. Yes, yes. Uh you then put into a, a shoot. A shoot. Uh you, like sheep do. Yeah, you yeah, yeah you declothe, you're completely drenched right. by drones. And you're sprayed. Yeah, by drones. Drones. Full right. bacterial spray. Wow. And then because of the biosecurity concerns about what's on your clothing.
0: And this is filmed and recorded, of course. Correct. You yeah.
1: remain nude and that and if you look closely at the footage, you'll see us sitting behind those cardboard cutouts for yes. modesty reasons. Yes. But when you actually got into the environs of the ground, the COVID safe app dinged and mm. I had a bet courtesy of New South Wales Racing. Just like that.
0: Just just, just like that. Now, I'm assuming that as this is recorded, this is all going to be part of the entertainment of rugby league in a broader scale. There'll be a reality TV show with people running through, being sprayed nude. (laughs) And and that is part of entertainment. It'll be
1: one person's journey yeah. to return as a rugby league fan right. you'll see how, it, how low can you go you can, they'll have Valenius will have set all this up he'll have yeah. a documentary crew that were there when he was announcing that the game was shut down yes uh, uh, the, the, when he gives the 28 May date and just how that person reacts wow. to things and their experiences at let, let's face it if you go out to a ground like I did last week and see Campbell at Campbelltown Stadium and see two football teams play mm-hmm. in front of 300 people you now know what it's like watching live rugby union yeah. <laughs> And you'll do anything. You'll do anything. <laughs> well, look, he's brought in some wonderful
0: uh, other adjustments, minor adjustments. But uh, look, like a like a true artist, he has sculptured the the game experience on TV. We now Ooh. have the, the the first, not just one, but two different uh, broadcasters with um, crowd noises, like like the, like the funny track, the laugh track. Yes. Uh, but it's beautifully done, done with a wah Wow pedal. The whole the whole schmear is perfectly done with levels rising, the right people cheering. You know, when the roosters score, boo, that sort of stuff. You know. Uh, he's also brought in. I mean, he's much like Christo where he's is is a. Performance artist. Yeah, you know, he's wrapping games up in such a way that it's a beautiful experience. He's brought in the fan in the stand.
1: Yes, the cardboard cutouts. We okay, lo- South Korea had the sex dolls, we we admit, but you know, uh, he was beaten to the punch I, there. I, I I thought the South Koreans were going down the right right route Me too. With, with the sex dolls in the stands. Mm-hmm. Uh the BJ Shaero as They did apologise, so it
0: didn't sell yeah. well.
1: <clears> no, no, no. But uh, you know, the BJs were lined up, uh, it was creating a certain ambience. Yeah, yeah. But we've gone down the cardboard cutout. Borussia Dortmund. Because they were approach. just K pop
0: artists, weren't they? Correct.
1: They weren't sex dolls. No, that's right. They just looked like andro- androgynous Somewhat plastic. Yeah, yeah, somewhat plastic. Yeah. But the fan, the fan in the stand was oh, yes. a, a German initiative from the football team, Borussia oh, Dortmund. Ah, right. But and he adapted it, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, PBL said I came up with it because yeah. <laughs> he says he's come up with everything. And
0: in classic PBL, no filters. You can just put in your photo, but. You could be somebody else.
1: Well, that's the issue.
0: If I could just say some of the funny pictures we've seen, we've seen uh, the great Peter Fitzsimons in there applauding the return of Rugby League. (laughs) I I I told you so it said underneath. (laughs) I
1: assume assume with a bandana?
0: With a bandana, of course. How how else could you (laughs) just spot the (laughs) buffet? Uh, There was the Tory renegade, Dominic Cummins, who wouldn't play by the rules.
1: Yes, he was the health official who wasn't interested in following the COVID safe rules over in the UK. Yes. And decided to go driving with his family, which included his wife, with coronavirus. Right. To see if his blurring vision was for the fact that he had coronavirus. Just randomly dropping spores everywhere. (laughs) It seemed seemed like an unusual (laughs) approach. Uh, Dr. Death. Yes, Harold Shipman. Yeah, <laughs> You know uh, him? <laughs> the, the serial killer in the UK, allegedly responsible for somewhere between 15 to 200 deaths. He was in the fan in the stand wearing a Raiders jumper. Right. So, no surprise there. No
0: surprise there. The green machine by foot. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Joker. Now, we're not talking about Jack Nicholson. We're not talking. Which Joker are we talking about?
1: The New Zealand Warriors fan who is at every Mount Smart game in Joker makeup. Like the, the Canberra Raider who wears the Viking helmet and the mask. Yes. He was out at Campbelltown last weekend. Didn't have entry to the ground. He was actually up in the West League's car park. Oh, my God. So, 50 metres away. that's commitment, Chris. Beating the drum, supporting his team. That's what rugby league is about. you,
0: nude, being sprayed at Campbelltown Oval with 300 other fans. That's commitment to
1: rugby league. I was nude, in the ground, drenched. He was clothed, helmeted, (laughs) drumming. We're both fans.
0: You were so antisepticised. Is that a word? That, that, that
1: lasted two weeks, that job. Uh, <laughs> you were glowing. i, I got to tell you, I had a very nasty rash. <laughs> <you>? It's gone. <laughs> gone. Gone.
0: Clean up everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then finally, uh, oh, did I see Hitler in the US No, you didn't. No, I
1: didn't. No, you didn't. Was that, that, a, was, that, was, that was a little bit of a, a Matty Johns show. was it? That uh, compared uh, uh, Adolf Hitler to Richard Wilkins. Oh, and there what, was What is
0: the comparison? Come on now.
1: Well, there was a lot of concern because the, the, it was a bait-and-switch joke. Oh, look, yeah. there's a cutout of the Fuhrer and also there's um, Adolf Hitler. Yep. Very, very inappropriate. Appropriate. Um, the one thing I do want to go out on the public record and say, I hope someone is uh, looking up for Richard Wilkins and all this.
0: That's right. A little bit of uh, a little bit of a shoulder to lean on, a bit of advice. I mean, I assume
1: that was during the dark times, not the golden glittery dolphins and uh, leprechauns time. <laughs> you know what? It just reminds me. Probably the most excited I've been before rugby league returning, and we're now back here, Stephen, was when Australian MTV was launched, and Richard Wilkins was the host.
0: Does it get any better? It doesn't. Donny Sutherland, perhaps, maybe, now, and finally Mary Kay. Mary Kay <laughs> yes. was
1: was the best cut-out
0: fan in the stand right, there. Right, uh, We were a bit slow off the mark. I didn't get mine in in time. No. No, but um, no, it was rejected. By the time I'm going to do it, I know that we we're going to be allowed in anyway, could, so could, what does it matter? But they, they,
1: Peter Volanis is a busy man because yeah. he actually took my temperature walking into the stadium. Yeah. Uh, it was 38.1, but he said, you're good because yeah. he doesn't want any controversy. He's actually personally screening all the fan in the stands. Is he? And he goes, Dr. Death, tick? Yes. Stephen Ferris, right. no. This is while Gladys is doing the temperature check. That's
0: Right. Right. Well, they're doing it as a combined effort. Combined effort, yeah, yeah. Uh, dare I say that there are winners and losers, and in this current climate, uh, COVID has wiped out a couple of heads of sport codes. We're yes. talking about uh, cricket and uh, rugby union. We've lost... Kevin Roberts from cricket.
1: Yes, uh, I thought he was a former first grade rugby league referee. I was disavowed of that notion. Right. Raylene Castle from R-Rugby rugby union, union which yes. is a sport that uh, w- w- we is, would yes. we would call that a localized sport. It's sort of like yes. curling. And McLaughlin's I think. on the chopping block. Oh the, the, well, yes, Gil McLaughlin is uh, yeah. definitely just checking his watch nervously. And then finally, <sighs> dare I say, uh, to our ex great master in command, uh, Todd Greenberg, and to his. Extended family In this new world We wish Todd Greenberg All the very very best From fire I believe he's on the golf course As we speak He's having the best time Of his life right now
0: Now a couple of other Little losers There was uh, Jai Arrow Jai Arrow Now he was led astray A lot of rugby league players Do get led astray Uh, He was found Now he plays for the Gold Coast Titans Bottom of the ladder, generally the losers, and they do fret over lo- losing talent to the more successful teams, as you do.
1: Extraordinary is it that you are on the Gold Coast yes. with um, Caval Avenue, <laughs> like Pleasure Palace, yes, Casinos Galore, Golden Beaches, Dolphins, uh, a series of theme parks, Leprechauns, that's right, yeah. a, a movie complex, <laughs> the, <laughs> where they make things like Pirates of the Caribbean, and yet, high culture. They can't hang on to anyone. can
0: hang So Jai Arrow,
1: I believe in Sydney, yes, was in
0: a hotel room. Yes. Oh, don't, please start. And he was with some ladies. And those ladies happened to be fortune tellers. Correct. Now, that they all had a crystal ball. Yes. They all had a scarf around their head. They had some, you know, mysterious music playing. Yeah. And they were talking to the rugby league players. And they said, we can
1: predict your future. Right. And so the head fortune teller said to Dry Arrow, you will be going to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Wow. And he's going. No well, way. He goes, well, I can't fight that fate. Um, I've done a little bit of digging. Uh, the invoice was raised by a company called uh, Myrtle and Cardinal Incorporated. Is that right? And if you look at the website, the um, the fortune teller looks suspiciously like Diane Lane, who played Superman's father's wife in Man of Steel. And who was Superman's father, Jor-El, in the Man of Steel? Was it Russell Crowe? It was Russell Crowe. Oh, my goodness. It's all tied together, isn't the, it? There is nothing that South no Sydney tr- will not do. There's no trick he doesn't know that Russell Crowe, isn't he? But what's really good to hear is that the modern rugby league player is open to fortune telling. Okay.
0: uh, look, there are a couple of other... Look, I know that my team was battling for a while during the dark, dark days of COVID-19. Not doing it well. No, no. And uh, he actually braved up, fronted up, when we were losing, I think, about 100 games in a row, fronted up to Bolts. Bolts.
1: Cameron McInnes, your captain.
0: Our captain. Have a listen. That stance, he said, whoever has
1: come out with that is pretty insulting. Well, it's me, uh, Cameron. Uh, Me. Um, And I've been covering the game for a long, long time. I have a lot of contacts in the game, Cameron. I started covering it, Cameron, before you were born. And I'd remind you, Cameron, and you don't need reminding because it's rather unpleasant, the Dragons came second last last year in 2019.
0: After Monday's loss, the Dragons have lost 18 of their past 22 matches.
1: It's been going for two. Yes, it has. 18 of 22 games you've lost, old mate. 18 of 22, second last last year.
0: You know you're in trouble when they call you. Oh, mate. Isn't that right, Chris?
1: Well, it, it's, it's amazing to me that uh, Boltz, in the course of his little dissertation, forgot what Cameron's name was <laughs> by the end of the day because he seemed to say it enough. Hang on. Did he actually have a guess? <laughs> no, no. He's just talking <laughs> to himself.
0: Right. Okay. Wonderful stuff. We, we really appreciate that. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that you would like to recap? I mean, I'm just wondering, is Peter Valanis,
1: the Pied Piper, leading us all to a watery grave? Look, I think we need to be cautious, Stephen, and that's what we're going to do. Um, Whilst he's achieved a lot, he's sort of um, kicked a few tyres along the way like the referees. Yes. And he promised when he came to the chairpersonship that he said, you'll only see me in a crisis. Well, crisis is averted. Rugby League is back. Yes. Yet he's now um, giving interviews to anyone who'll take him. And he's even, speaking of Ray Hadley, talk about winners and losers, Ben Fordham, I'm suggesting that PVL... Winner? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alan Jones, loser. Loser. And the price the to be paid there was mm-hmm. that PVL has a regular spot now on the Ben Fordham show, not to talk about rugby league, but to talk about the big issues. His achievements. So I think Peter Volandis, for Premier slash Prime Minister... The caravan is rolling on.
0: Okay, a couple of quick points here. I think uh, he's reshaped the game because it was boring. The set restart, which means you can just keep running at will when the ref says you can. And what 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 do we get when that happens, Chris? Because we've always talked about Ricky Stewart's cat. Because Ricky Stewart... The, most lo- the loveliest and the smartest guy in the competition used to kick his cat when when, when the team was in trouble. Correct. 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 Correct.
1: Okay. You know, it, visually you'd see a plastic chair at the ground. We don't condone this here. We're dogs. absolutely opposed no. to it, but yeah. the cat we'd, we'd copped a bit of a, a bulking. Oh, anyway, no. so they've captured the audio of the cat being kicked. They put yes. it through the Australian Innovation Success story that is the Fairlight Synthesiser. Yes. And what you hear when the set restart call comes from the referee is the sound of...
0: Oh, is Ricky kicking his cat?
1: And Stephen, can I just say it's doing my head in because I'm used to the referee blowing a whistle when he calls a penalty. Uh-oh. But what happens here is the referee makes the call, and then about a three or four second delay. I'm
0: seeing your head is done in,
1: and 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 so I don't know what's going on. Right, it feels like there's a rift in the fabric of time. Yes, and I'm literally sitting there going, "What was that for?" And that reminds me of sitting in the days gone past of watching rugby union and the referee blowing the whistle, and me going. What was that for? My concern is that PVL is <laughs> taking us down a very, very my, slippery slope called rugby my union. My
0: concern with you is your mental health, so I'm going to play Junior Brown just to cheer oh, you up. Thank you. The question, Hudson, is whether we can get this country fired up.
1: It ain't no good getting low down when you're looking to get thrown in a can, like driving 90 mile an hour, getting speeding tickets from the man. I'm just mad about this girl But she's gone and I'm mad at the world I just laid a patch of rubber down the road About a quarter mile long Cause I'm all fired up I'm all fired up and lonesome I got a chip on my shoulder I'm acting just a little too tough I've been revving up the motor And tonight I'm gonna strut my stuff yeah, I've been roaring like a lion. And I'm tired of all this crying. And I'm tired of being kicked around like a little whoop but Because I'm all fired up, I'm all fired up and lonesome.
0: So Chris, you don't need to be both fired up and lonesome anymore. Junior Brown is there with you. PVL is there with you. Rugby League, Rugby league is there with you as well. And you might have noticed that he's fired up because he doesn't have a woman in his life. Right. Uh, that's a fair reason. Peter Volandis? No, Junior Brown. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now, um, there is a story that came to light today by, by one of our biggest cohorts. Uh, and before I get there, uh, look, hello to Tom Quark. Hey, Tom. Tom, uh, thank you very much for listening. And if you would like to make any comments about Fire Up being back, particularly if you don't want us here, yeah. there's a text line, zero four zero We're back for the duration of the season.
1: It's fair to say if PVL has done such a great job and made the game so wonderful and there's no muck left for us to cover we're happy to step down I mean, if we're redundant we'll cop it absolutely
0: now there is a story talking about uh this whole you know, the gender realignment that uh, is 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 deservedly happening around the world yep uh the, a story a great story written by our, our good mate our running mate uh, andrew webster this morning and uh it's got some incredible pictures of mount kilimanjaro it's just like wow i want to go there but of course we can't so it's teasing. We can't go right now, can we? We cannot.
1: Is, is it in New Zealand? Because that'll be open soon. What, Mount Kilimanjaro? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think it is. Oh, okay. No. So And therefore, I think it would be irresponsible of you, Chris, to even consider going over with your mates to climb the mountain. Sure. Now, uh, he's giving us a heartwarming story. There is a, a foundation to raise funds. And there are many, many great uh, causes that, uh, that are, uh, you know... Like us here, we're not-for-profits and we raise money for good purposes. One of these is the Mark Hughes Cancer Foundation, correct?
1: So it's the beanies for brain cancer rounds, Stephen. Mark Hughes au. You can donate or buy a beanie. I'm going to duck across the road to the IGA and pick one up after this. And who doesn't have enough beanies in their cupboard? You've got to have another one. Look, my, my tiger's beanie, yeah. it's seen better days, so yes, it's, it's good. And you can get a leopard print one, yeah, yeah, yeah. which could add a little bit of colour and verve yes. in your personal life, I think. Yeah, my craftwork beanie is worn out now. You've got a craftwork beanie? I have got one. Wow. Well. Totally worn Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right what, ahead of
0: their time. What does it have on it? I am a robot? or <laughs> You too can be a robot. Uh, but this is a great heartwarming story, but it does bother me slightly. One night last October, a group of 20 men crammed into an old tent On the side of Mount Kilimanjaro, the highest freestanding mountain in the world. They'd been trekking up the dormant volcano in Tanzania for six days now that they had reached the summit day, the day that you'd go for the big one, Chris. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, after dinner, they'd return to their tents, try to get some sleep before leaving at midnight for the gruelling nine-hour walk to the peak, 5,895 metres above sea level. Now, this is a big task. All I guess, like they're on the clock. For every foot you you, you take, it's a dollar. Right, raised, you know, and you get your friends who've got some dough to put in. Great cause, got no issues with the cause. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Picture blokes crook, vomiting and high altitude sickness. We're all pickled, said former knights Mark Hughes, known as Boozy. Boozy Hughes, right? There's wind and lightning and rain and snow. The devil's probably somewhere lurking about the place. We had to pull them down and kill them, you know. Cameron Smith. Yeah, Cameron Smith lurking in the corner because he wasn't invited because he's no fun, right? <laughs> Blokes are questioning themselves. Should I be friends with Cam? That's what they're thinking, right? Whether they should be there. They're about to face the biggest night of their lives. Then Robbo gave us this speech. Now, this is the same Robbo, the only one of two coaches on the Project Apollo committee. Wouldn't you think it's fair to have every coach on the committee, Chris?
1: Well, no, because uh, Peter Volanis will point out to you that the coaches ruin the game because (laughs) they're only interested in their clubs and winning, which seems sensible to me. That's very short-sighted, though, isn't it? So they don't want the rules to in any way promote an even contest. So you you would – Project Apollo, headed up by the wonderful junior peers. Yes. One of their edicts was no coaches, but there's two exceptions: Robbo and Craig uh, and um, uh, Wayne Bennett.
0: Is that mean, names pulled out of a hat, Chris? No,
1: no, it's 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 what I would call the usual suspects,
0: Stephen. Okay, you're you're a fan of great speeches of uh, history. Yes, I know you are. And uh, Robbo gave a speech. Three-time premiership winner Trent Robinson has delivered some stirring pre-game oratories in his time. Weeks earlier, he'd given one in the Roosters' dressing room before the grand final against Canberra. And it goes on and on, la la la, let's stroke him a little bit more, you know, so there's this notion that um uh, you know the roosters like a like a like a humming Ford g t o you know well tuned all they need is buddy you know that man Robo, to give him that speech, and apparently all these men all have nicknames, so there's Betsy, sure, Robo, yep. Boozy, Boozy, right? Yeah. Chief. Chief. We'll go on this, this, this trek, you know. Tomorrow's game day, he told them. There are no excuses on game day. Whatever with the conditions we face, however you feel, it's nothing to do with you getting to the top. There are no reasons why you can't get there. So don't give it any energy. Whatever happens, whatever gets thrown us, we get to the top. As a team, we will find a way together. Now, you've heard this before.
1: Well, yeah. So I heard audio of Robbo speaking uh, before the grand final against the Canberra Raiders. And he said to the team, assemble their guys, tomorrow's game day. There are no excuses on game day. Whatever, weather the conditions we face and however you feel, dot, dot, dot. So it was exactly the same speech. Yes. Um, it works, apparently. Yeah. So uh, he's also, because he's a public figure and part of Project Apollo, yeah. he was asked to open his uh, school kids' fate recently. So Don't all, tell me. Right. So all the assembled patrons were at the fate, socially yeah. distancing, of course. Yes. And Robbo goes, good morning, everybody. Tomorrow's game day. There are no excuses on game day, whatever weather conditions we face. So, I think it's fair to say that Robbo's um, worked out what works. Right, if I
0: was AMP and I wanted to get someone to motivate my staff, what would I do? You'd
1: sell out $20,000 20, to book, a three time premiership coach, Trent yes, Robinson. Yes. you get him in front of your assembled Zoom call, probably yeah, right now. Yeah, and what would you say? Uh, you go, uh, good morning, everybody. My name's Trent Robinson, three times premiership coach for the Sydney Roosters. And tomorrow's game, game day. day. There are no excuses. No excuses, no matter what's trying at you. <laughs> and would it be worth every one of those $20,000? Of course wow. it would.
0: Now, can I say that, of course, he doesn't. Take a cent for this? Not, not for the Mark Hughes. He climbs for nothing. And he actually contributed, as part of this deal, $71,200. So that's not bad, is it?
1: Well, that, they were his uh, speaking fees for the likes of, you know, for the last month. Dot, 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 yeah. yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Now, can we also remind people that this group of men, you know, Boozy, Bedsy, and uh, Robbo and Hughesy, and uh, whoever else, uh, <laughs> BJ and the Bear, some of them are on as much as three times the Prime Minister per annum.
1: Quite rightly so. Quite rightly so, (laughs) if you're that good and if you can deliver... Now, I don't remember... We we, we prove we don't need a Prime Minister because we've got over Lord Volandis. Exactly. Look, talk about... They they say he's going to put a broom through the NRL. Put a broom through the state and and federal parliaments and things will go a lot better.
0: And tell me, uh did um I'm, I'm just wondering about this notion of getting to the top of the mountain and all the rest of it did, uh, did, did, did I, I, there's no women coaching is there
1: chris it's a huge gap in the game stephen and yeah. and I know other sports are addressing this issue the national basketball association is uh, on the cusp yes. haven't done it yet of appointing their first female coach and i think I think that uh Rugby league has come some way, mm. but in certain matters it probably hasn't got to the top of the mountain quite yet. Right.
0: So, in, in a metaphoric term, if you really want to climb the mountain, boys, <laughs> get a lady in there, coach the team to the premiership, and that get that Ford humming, you know, like a
1: GTO. Because let's face it, everybody, tomorrow's game day, there are no excuses. Fire it up! Yeah. Fire it up. Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up!
0: Ready to go! Let's go, Chiefs! And now, it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of
1: Gus Gould. break. No, no good donating my body to science. Right. <laughs> or my brain. And that was the latest instalment of The Life and Times of
0: Gus Gould. Who needs rubber when you've got Peggy Wood? I ask you. Does it get any better than that? Goodness
1: me. (laughs) $20,000 to get robber to speak. Just get everyone on to one. You buy one of those uh, DVDs with Sing Along with Sound of Music with the words karaoke style down the bottom and you will climb to the top of the corporate mountain quick smart, Stephen. Home and hose right to the top. And
0: those bloody dolphins and leprechauns and unicorns will be prancing around with joy.
1: People are texting in saying that they're... they're, um, absolutely exalted that Rugby League is back, but they're not so sure about us. Is that right?
0: Well, that was well, no, no, that's not true. Uh, uh, Jeff from Surrey Hills. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, How good is Rugby League? Yes, that's a nice line, that one. Uh, welcome back. Uh, love the songs this morning. All f- feeling fired up from Dave from Lily Pilly. And uh, I don't like footy, but I love fire up. So we got one from uh, from our Todd from Ramsgate. We love Todd. If you'd like to uh, pass us a text here, 0409 945 945. And gee whiz, uh, there's just so much to talk about. We're going to have to sh- shut it down, Chris. We're going to have to bring it down because there's just too much to talk. But I want to just do do one thing. Melbourne. God, how much do we hate Melbourne? Seriously, Chris. (laughs) We're one of those people that are the critics.
1: Well, Peter has changed the rules, Stephen, for one reason, and that is the Melbourne Storm, to eliminate the wrestle. Right. Three weeks into the resumed rugby league situation, and already Melbourne are exploiting the rules deluxe. They're splitting markers. They're standing back with the marker in the defensive line illegally. And most importantly, surprise, surprise, mm. old Lucifer himself yeah, yeah, yeah. is standing offside pointing out to referee Cummings. Shouting
0: that, at the ref- to tell him how to do his job. Right.
1: And so he yells out uh, uh, offside himself to the referee Cummings that the Newcastle players are offside last week. And sure enough, the penalty is blown. Mm-hmm. It really is business as usual, isn't it?
0: Now, Chris, bellyache. This yes. is Craig Bellamy, the coach of Melbourne Storm, of which Lucifer belongs to. I mean, that's an advantage in itself if you're, if you're Satan playing <laughs> footy and he calls him an immortal in waiting. Obviously, Craig doesn't know that he's Lucifer. <laughs>
1: that's right. Because Lucifer's immortal already. Well, he's devious, Stephen. He, 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 ah, he, he's you know, devious. <laughs> yeah, Craig, Craig like all in this. my eyes, Craig. Th- that slight sulfurous smell in the yeah. Melbourne dressing room, Craig just thinks it's down to poor plumbing. <laughs> uh, but, but, yes. Like it, a Concord Oval. Yeah, it's fair to say that Cameron Smith doesn't need to be anointed by some panel no. that he's an immortal when he's the devil incarnate. He's clever. He's very, very clever. clever.
0: Now, Melbourne, uh, Craig Bellamy's come out in defence. You know, he's fighting back. He's saying, look, what are the critics? They've launched a fresh wave of personal attacks on Cameron Smith as they prepare to go on. He's leapt to the defence. I love when people leap to the defence of somebody else. And um, over the veteran superstar's perceived influence <laughs> over referees. Bellamy batted his captain and chairman on Thursday, questioning those who seemingly criticised Smith every season. With Cameron, he's used to it. I don't know whether it spurs him on. Or not, but it's funny. The criticism comes from some people who haven't really played the game and haven't coached the game. All of a sudden, they're experts. Now, listen, Chris. I was watching the game 20-odd years before... Cameron Smith was born. Does that not me make, make me an expert at watching the damn thing and seeing the changes that Melbourne have wrought on this game? There are pucks on the game, Chris, and you know it.
1: Well, there's two things to be said, Stephen. First of all, no, you have no right to express that opinion. Mm. Craig Bellamy says most of this criticism comes from guys that have never been involved in footy clubs except when they're under-8s or under-12s. Right. Mm. And I'm saying you. They've never coached the game. Mm. They've never played at NRL level. And he right. goes on to say, I think there should be a lot more respect for a guy to play 400 games. Right. To me, that says that, in fact, no one can criticise Cameron because no one else has played 400 well, yeah, games.
0: No, not even jo- Andrew Johns. None of Not them. even Fiddler.
1: Not a word. Now, we've never criticised Smith because we've actually recognised our, 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 our stance in the game. Yeah. You've been critical of Melbourne, but you've never, ever targeted Cameron Smith because you don't have the right. Ooh. Never will you have the right. Ooh. Now, others would say those critics are simply reporters. Yes, But. But, but everyone is on notice. Thank you, Craig Bellamy. Cameron Smith, off limits. Don't touch him. Just contribute to his testimonial. Because I can't
0: play the piano like, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, Rick Wakeman. But I can still listen to Yes and have an opinion, can't I?
1: Yeah, and it's not very complimentary if I understand, <laughs> understand that. I've I, I, I got to be honest, Stephen. I've never done town planning, but I'm blowing up the luxe yeah. about what's happening with the light rail. Yes. But turns out I can't. Yeah, well, they're no good. Well,
0: let's move on to one of the other great characters. One of the lovable characters in Rugby League. we talked about his behaviour. With cats, let's talk about how <laughs> humans perceive him. This man here.
1: This is the right thing for me to do,
0: by Ricky Stewart and also Cronulla Sharks. The timing's right for Ricky Stewart. Probably the first decision I've made for Ricky Stewart at the Cronulla Sharks for uh, the last three and a half years I've been here. Well, that was a long time ago. But uh, look, what's been coming out? Well, first of all, they're, they're doing reasonably well. They got to the grand final last year and got rorted by the Roosters. Yes. Now.
1: Six again. They, Thank you, c- Some people
0: claim that he's a lovable guy. What have you got for us?
1: Okay, so it was Ricky's 400th game, uh, I think, as a coach last weekend, uh, culminated in a victory against the West Tigers, and he celebrated with the boys, sculled a can of beer in real old-school fashion. And, Thank of course... You essentially they've been writing eulogies to Ricky uh, and just, you know, getting us to understand he's not just the, the, the cat kicker, the chair kicker, he's actually a rounded person. Wow. Um, he was apparently, it's been revealed, a tremendous character when he was a player. Oh, is that right? He used to heat up a spoon yes. and go and burn the skin off the back of the necks of his teammates and they loved it. Gee, that's great. What isn't a it? prankster. Johnny
0: Knoxville, your heart out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and 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 no greater authority than David Gingell, former yeah. Supremo at nine and his wife Layla runs the... Stewart Foundation, which does great work for autism, right? Here's what he said about Ricky he goes, Most people have a love hate relationship with Ricky. I love him. A lot of people think they know what he is, but I know what he is. He's determined, he's gritty, he's short with you. He gets <laughs> he language when he gets Touched. the shits easily, and yeah. he's the worst bloke on the world to get on the piss with because he pinches you the whole time. But he's a quality human being, has made the world a better place. He pinches you if if, if I have to cop a few pinches. Unexpectedly from Ricky Stewart, in order for him to do what he does, in order for Ricky to be Ricky, it's a pinch worth enduring, Steve. Right. Now, if that doesn't
0: say rugby league is back, I don't know what else
1: does, Chris. Burn my skin with a hot spoon. Hot spoon
0: any day of the week and pinch me really hard. Pinch me really hard and we are back. Chris, thank you. Glad you're back. Thank you so much, Steve. Rugby league next week, fire up. Can't wait. Okay. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting round of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab.
1: Fire up!